Hi, I'm Marlo, founder of Marlo's Bake Shop. And I'm Kellen, founder of Kellen's Kitchen. And together we are sweet and salty. Tahini! I'll just jump right into it. Yeah, why not? Episode 40, actually. It's such a rich topic, pun intended. So why waste any time? No, let's do it. Episode um, 40 here in Sweet and Salty. Is Salty. it really? Yeah. 40? 40. And if we hadn't taken that three-year hiatus we just took, we'd be on like 100. Oh, we got to really keep at it for you guys. I'm sorry. Um, so tahini, what is it made of? Sesame. Yeah, sesame seeds specifically, which are really grown in a lot of Everywhere. different areas of the world. Um, not in the U.S. to my knowledge. Not to my knowledge. Either. Yeah. Um, but I do know a little bit more about tahini than I did six months ago. Okay. Um, Marlo's Bake Shop has a new product. It is a sesame tahini tea cookie. Can't wait I'm to try it. I'm just going to tell you about it for like 30 seconds. She didn't bring any. I didn't because we can't, I can't Sorry, keep it in show. stock, which is a great problem to have, right? But, um, so I didn't have any to spare. Sorry. But um, this is part of our heirloom line, which I am so excited about because it really is due to our fabulous listeners and Marlo's Bake Shop fans that it is part of our product line now because it's a recipe from a um, very talented cook named Danielle and we sourced it through social media. Um, she's also coincidentally a college roommate of mine, <laughs> but she has a higher within, great, higher yeah, within. she's a great food blog called I Will Not Eat Oysters and this was her um, Moroccan grandmother's family recipe. Oh, very cool. And so we, yeah, this part of our product line takes people's family recipes and commercializes them and brings them to life and so that we can share them with the world. Nice. Um, tahini. Tahini. Yeah, why don't you want to hear from you? People want to hear from you, apparently. Yeah. But um, you're the lady with the facts. You have schmutz on me. So tahini comes from the Arabic word. Guess what the verb is? Tahini? No. That's not a verb. <laughs> to grind is where it comes from. From the Arabic word to grind. Caught and, me off guard there. Yeah, so tahini is ground roasted sesame seeds and I think if you end up doing like a tahini sampler platter for yourself because that would be a fun thing to do um you'll find that they really really vary they do from brand to brand they totally do. um and there's a lot of different factors and reasons why but one of them is is the oil content mm -hmm. um some brands retain some oil some brands um add oil in after you don't necessarily want to try those brands but um some really phenomenal tahini brands to try um seed and mill is um a really lovely one from new york um sum tahini s-o-o-m woman-owned um i believe it's sisters that own that also phenomenal product um and we use one called Kavala that's organic in, uh, in our cookies. But there's a lot of different tahini out there because, as we said, it's emerged as a really um, popular ingredient. And tahini, um, for the uh, layman, is just basically peanut butter made out of sesame seeds. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. Like, if you've never been exposed to tahini before, it's a pretty similar consistency to peanut butter, maybe a little bit looser. Um, more, way more fat content, way more oil. Yes, Not fat, it does, which is like, why it's looser. Yeah. yeah, and also more protein, I believe, as well. Um, no, per gram, I don't think so, but it, I think it has like a more elegant flavor. I do too. It's much um, has better mouthfeel. It does. It was just more nuanced. Like, um, yeah, it's just more. It's just, it's very beautiful. Agreed. So, I think the most common place everyone, uh, at least in America, finds. Tahini is in hummus. Yeah. Hummus is, or tahini is an absolute key ingredient to hummus. It definitely is. Just like a peanut butter jelly needs peanut butter. 
true. <laughs> Even though tahini is not part of like the name of the product, um, yeah, I think any kind of basic hummus recipe you'll find is chickpeas, um, tahini, and seasoning, and like yeah, some like aromatics essentially. So um, you may not taste the sesame seeds when you take a big bite of hummus, but um, you would notice it if it were not yeah. there. It's almost like a binder. It helps bring yeah. all the chickpeas together. That's and absolutely true. It gives it true. really good consistency and flavor and, yeah. and richness. So Yeah. So if you're kind of like new to tahini and you want to just dabble, um, I mean, my recommendation would be to just taste it off a spoon first. Yeah, totally. Um, Agreed. And then if you want to try adding it into a food, um, try making your own tahini at home. or Hummus. Hummus, that too. Uh, super easy and delicious. Yeah, I agree. So tell me about, um, aside from hummus, because we're not making hummus. We're not today. making hummus, that, making... which is a savory. That's my right, department. exactly. That's, that's your department. So it's actually, I think um, another place that you guys see a lot of tahini is in salad dressings. Um, particularly at Asian restaurants. They use tahini in a lot of um, their miso dressings or some marinades. You'll get right. a very silky, smooth um, dressing. So I like to use tahini with um, a little bit of rice vinegar and um, something really acidic like lemon juice or um, mm. yuzu, which is a Japanese citrus. Yeah. A little bit of sugar in there just to help cut the acid, but that gives it a really big, nice depth of flavor. It's very creamy, almost like a, um, a Caesar dressing. That sounds great. Yeah. Do you whiz it up in like yeah, a Yeah, absolutely. You, use it, you would do it as an emulsifier, so either a blender or you can do it on um, a hand blender. Okay. Food processor or whatever. Yeah. Something to make that emulsification. Did you say oil or no oil? And then you add a little bit of, a little what extra kind of oil. What oil do you use? Oh, olive oil? Yeah. Okay. Depends. It depends on the recipe. But, sure. Um, if we're more Asian, we'll use sesame oil. Okay. Oh, yeah, and then you get like a double dose exactly. of sesame, which can't go wrong. No. Sesame is so good. And then on much more, um, I like to use it on coarser things like cabbage and even apples and oh, okay. some more uh, crunchy things, not so just not so much leafy lettuces. Got it. Do you find it's just too heavy for a leafy lettuce? Well, I think it can carry a more bitter ingredient like okay. cabbage. You Would can it... put it on anything. I put it on anything, but yeah. if I'm serving it, I think it carries something a little bit better. Okay. It adheres better and it can, can mask that bitterness sometimes. Cabbage, that's yeah, a good exactly. idea. Sounds really refreshing, actually. Yeah, there you go. Try it out. It'll I be will. on the website later. Okay, I think the one really cool thing about tahini mm -hmm. is that it lends itself very equally to yeah. sweet and savory. Yeah, just as much, maybe even more so to peanut butter. Yeah, because peanut butter is... Then peanut yeah, butter. yeah, I agree. Um, on the sweet side of things, though, I mean, really anywhere that you use peanut butter, you could sub in tahini. Um, it's thinner, though. You right? Just but it's not. It but but touche. You can't vice versa. Oh, okay. And one case in point is halva. Okay. I mean, in a traditional halva. So what is what is? So halva. Um, like if you've ever been to Israel, you've probably um seen Joya. Okay, so maybe you haven't. But um, oh. if any of our listeners have been to Israel or even in the United States, Joya is probably the most widely distributed brand of halva that's packaged. Um. If you've ever been to Economy Candy in the Lower East Side in New York City, it's, I think it's still open. It's this wonderful candy store that's like floor to ceiling, any candy you can think of. And they also have a major variety of different flavors of halva in just this big block and kind of loaf. Mm -hmm. And then you can buy it either by the gram or, or by the ounce. And so halva is a sesame candy that's made by um, boiling sugar until it gets to, I think, the softball stage. Um, which is a specific temperature, um, and then combining it with tahini and okay. any other flavoring you want, um, vanilla beans, like the recipe. So it's that we're like a, is, it, is it like a toffee? 
No, you know what? It's it tastes like um it you know what it's similar to is fudge. Okay. Like a nougat, has, like a nougat. Yeah, not chewy though. It has no, um like close. almost like an overcooked fudge, which sounds weird, but like you know how when you overcook fudge, it gets almost like sandy in texture. Right. You overcook the sugar. It's like that, but in a still a very pleasant way. Okay. So it dissolves in your mouth. All right. Um, really strong sesame flavor, and um, it's really distinctive. Like yeah. if you've never had halva and you taste it, like nothing else. It just it's halva flavor, right? But you can. The beauty is that that's your blank canvas, and you can have pistachio halva, or um, you can have chocolate halva. Jesse, I can't talk to you. Or you can have um, peanut butter halva. Even like. You can have all sorts of flavors. Um, so, yeah, and it's delicious. It's dead, <laughs> dead airspace. I got distracted by this picture of brownies. I'm sorry. Um, so, aside from salad dressings, yes. tahini is still pretty versatile on the savory side. Right, no, it'd be hummus, um, right. salad dressings. Um, it has, like you said before, it has a high fat content, it has a great flavor, it's, it's not overpowering. Um, it's a great texture. Um, I think it actually lends itself very well to marinades and sauces. So okay. um, chicken, take up that bland chicken, marinate it in some tahini. If you want to go, go through the uh, very kind of mathematical uh, marinade process, just fat, yeah. acid, salt, aromatics. What proportions? It doesn't matter. Whatever you That's want. As long as, all, as long as they're all in there. <laughs> Just throw a bunch of stuff in a bag and marinate it. Okay. Should no, you but have a little bit more oil in a marinade than you should have an acid? Depends on the meat, but you have a lot of fat coming from tahini. I was just going to so say, like, would you consider tahini the oil in that scenario? I would consider, yeah, both. Okay. Um, Thanks. No problem. But um, no, chicken, like, throw some lemon juice, some tahini, okay. some salt, put it in the, some chicken, yeah. grill it. So you don't need to whiz that up. No. Just, no just get it all in there overnight. Just, yeah. Massage it, perhaps? Yeah, exactly. Like that? It's just like that. <laughs> okay. Um, chicken, what are, What other proteins would you I mean, use? anything. Anything. You could even do it with the fish. I mean, you have, it's such a versatile ingredient, and it does fish? create a really nice... What fish do you think could stand up to? to Swordfish. Flavors. Okay. And that's Salmon. Sort of marinating. Salmon? Oh, that would be delicious. That would be really good. Right? It's yeah. almost dinner time. Ugh. Good. Um, well, that sounds delicious. Okay. And then for dessert, you need something sweet, right? Obviously. Right. That's why you're here. Exactly. She got distracted by this recipe. I earlier. did. And it's, so it's brownies, you know, like peanut butter brownies. I mean, I, I we honor, talked right? about this before, but we've yeah. been, we've been swirling into heated our brownies. Yes. It's a good substitute for peanut butter. Yes. And I like to do like a double dose of it. So I'll, I'll combine it into the batter just, and really you could take your favorite brownie recipe. Um, David Leibowitz has a really good one. Mm -hmm. Sort of like classic brownies. Um, but there are certainly a time and place if you want to do a grain-free brownie. Um, right. You know, tahini is nice because it adds flavor and protein without it's, it's, adding any allergens. I believe it's paleo. Is it? I don't know. Probably. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, it is not technically an allergen yet, sesame, even though I in think a year it, it I would, might be. I would, I would call it an allergen. An allergen. I mean, I put it in the allergen statement on my package. Yeah, I would too. Just in case. But um, it's not technically a nut. But anyways, anything. what's, anyway, the, what's so, the method so, for, for yeah, pulling so this you, in there? You combine it into the batter, and then you put the batter into your prepared pan, uh -huh. and then you add another layer. Like You basically do like four big dollops of uh -huh. tahini, and then take a knife, and you swirl, and you swirl it. it. And that's how you're going to get that beautiful swirl nice. effect in your finished product, and you get the ribbons of tahini flavor and fat and like... Goodness. Amazingness no, when you yeah. bite into it, when it's baked. And it looks 
stunning. It does. It looks it stunning. Looks so and good. it's just like more sophisticated than a peanut butter brownie. I actually have a picture for you for the website for this Perfect. one. Perfect. So. That's great. I actually might too. No, I see mean, this is better. Probably Callan's. He's got a better camera. What am I going to do? You know? Um, but it, it's, it's, I love peanut butter. Don't get me wrong. But I really feel like this is, as um, Olivia, a part of Marlo's Bake Shop, as she put it, tahini is peanut butter's hot older brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> hot so, older brother. Yeah. Or hot older sister. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> took you a while to get on. there. But, I know. No, I got um, there. I was like, yeah. for sure. So try it. Don't be afraid of it. Um, if And shelf if, life, it lasts for a long time. A long time. And I would say in most conventional grocery stores, you will find it in the ethnic aisle. Um, ethnic. Ethnic. Yeah. In the ethnic aisle. So um, don't like fret if you are in the peanut butter section and you can't find it. Yeah, and it'll last um, forever. So. It'll, yeah, exactly. Um, so keep it next to your peanut butter just as a reminder as like an alternative. Yeah. And feel free to, you know, make your first foray into tahini with Marlowe's Bake Shop Sesame Tahini Tea Cookies. Still waiting on mine. Um, now available on Amazon.com. Um, and uh, if you're in the Bay Area, they'll be in grocery stores. Well, they're in grocery stores in the Bay Area. But um, we're just trying to bake as fast as we can to fill the rest of our orders. So. Great. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys like it. Tell us what you think. Agreed. Find us on social media. Kellenskitchen.com, MarlosBakeShop.com, SweetAndSaltyPodcast.com. Yeah. Um, and iTunes. iTunes, leave SoundCloud, us a review. It's still around. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Yeah. We're open to taking suggestions for uh, topics. And always taking sponsors. Coca-Cola. Always taking sponsors. Maldon Sea Whatever, yeah. Goya. Yeah. Great. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, in the meantime, stay, uh, stay salty, Kellen. Oh, and stay sweet, Marlo. I'll do Ciao. that.